Hi, I'm Jackie. Hi, I'm Anna. And this is Two Pints of Brew and a Chocolate Crispy. I'm so far away. I know. Today we are um, remote dialing in again because um, I am feeling like crap. (laughs) And I will sound huskier than normal. And if I cough, I apologize. But, um, but yes, um, today is um, episode is episode number, well, season three, life, episode number twelve. <laughs> you laughing at me. I'm laughing at you. I'm like, I'm just going to let her roll with this. <laughs> I, what episode are we on? <laughs> 13. Shut up already. Yeah, we're almost coming to the end of the season, my lovely. Oh, well, people, some people might be like, thank God for that. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's been longer than my actual fucking life. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's funny. I think this is actually the longest season we've ever done. It's, it's, it's a bit, to be fair, it's a long, um, well, no, I suppose crime and punishment's pretty, pretty long if we'd stuck, um, if we'd done more. But yeah, it's a pretty long topic, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So um, I would like to thank our listeners and our followers on Twitter and our followers on Instagram for answering our poll on life stresses this week. It was really greatly appreciated. And it was good to see that people, people answered, Jocks. Yeah, there was so much engagement. I was like, oh my God, yay, I love it. I know and just so you guys know if you're listening to us just now please follow us on Twitter and that's pints underscore a you can also follow us on Instagram which is at brew and crispies and when I get to grips with Facebook you can also follow us on that (laughs) (laughs) I I will get back to you on the Facebook I'll probably still be saying this in like season 10 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, we're also available via email you can email us at uh, what, what the hell's our email uh, brewandcrispies at gmail.com <laughs> I do that free time I'm like what's that email address again <laughs> and if you are listening to us right now on whatever platform you're listening to please could you rate and review us it was, again that would be greatly appreciated and it helps me and Jackie out a lot it does and it is always appreciated because yeah you guys like you're like so cool that you listen to us rambling on about shite <laughs> but, but we thank you for listening to us <laughs> i know we do we do and we enjoy rambling shite so i'm glad that you're listening <laughs> so where we're starting with this life stress is because I just I think life's stressful in general to be perfectly honest with you and like even if you take life like how we've started at the beginning of this season with life and birth and that that's stressful in itself Mm -hmm. and eventually obviously we'll go on to like death and that's obviously stressful that part in the middle is just equally as stressful yeah I think that stress for people it's like it's it's definitely a journey and it's definitely something that you you carry with you throughout your life and either you learn to deal with it in a good constructive way 
or you're maybe delusional and you think you do but you're actually not or you really don't and it's something but I do think it's a battle that a lot of people or like everybody I think will go through at some point I don't think there's anybody that can say I've never had something be so stressful there's oh there's always something stressful going on I think absolutely definitely and there are so many different life events yes. as well that can be stressful. Um, I mean, we've only, well, you could only put four options mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. Twitter's um, poll. Yeah. I don't know, what was it for Instagram? Was that the same? I, I don't know. I think you could have put more. I don't know. I literally just stuck to the four because you'd put it on Twitter. I thought it just makes it like quite streamlined. But yeah. but yeah, there was just the four. But I think a lot of people had said that they kind of they they voted, but the amount they said like the circumstances in which this was happening was because of this and this. So it was yeah. like an amalgamation of things. Yeah, I had that as well when I was speaking to people. Mm-hmm. I took those four from well, I'd gone onto a ukhospital.org, um, and it said that the main stressors in life is death of a loved one. Divorce, moving house, major illness or injury, and job loss. So I kind of went with divorce, separation, moving house, job loss, or redundancy. And I also put down wedding because I was like, uh, to me, I've never been married, mm. but I can imagine it's so stressful. It's one of those things as well where I think that people automatically think stress or it's a negative aspect it's happening in a negative situation but sometimes that's not always the case you think if you're organizing like a party like I mean you did like events coordinating it is stressful but effectively you're you're holding a party so it shouldn't be stressful it's supposed to be like a happy time it's the same with weddings but you know you've got other people's family you've got dietary requirements you've got numbers to get back you've got things to order paperwork to put in at certain times and frocks and fittings and what you're doing with kids and what you're doing for music and where is it going to be and blah 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 so it is like a lot going on so it's stressful it's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing it's just a stressful yeah I get what you're saying actually like you know it's kind of associated with negative things mm-hmm. like we were speaking you know about like driving tests yeah now, I found that really stressful. I mean, yeah. there, was, there was some sweating going on there. There was no <laughs> gracious perspirement going. It was just full-on sweating. <laughs> because, like, this is all I wanted to do from the age of about 10 was to drive. Yeah. So by the time like, I got my to freedom, 17... My freedom was sitting waiting for me in a clipboard in a car. <laughs> I, was, I was just sweating. and But I found that quite stressful. But again... It was a positive thing because at the end of it, you know, I was getting what I was wanting. My driving license and freedom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I told That's you. waiting for a bus and a blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> no more of that. I'm going to drive past those people in blizzards and wave at them. <laughs> you were. I know, I know. I'm a hideous uh, individual at times. They even say things like your first, like there's so many things like even when they say in your first in your relationship, the first time you go on holiday together is like your make or break because it is another stressful time. And you're like, but you're going on holiday. Why is it stressful? And it's just like because you're seeing 
somebody like deal with like airports and traveling and like things maybe not going right and it's it is interesting it's in it's interesting how like the same with friendships like oh you never know your true friendship unless you do x with this person and it is it's because you're measuring up how they are in stressful situations I think yeah I do find traveling quite stressful but then I'm normally like the organizer the one that has everything and yeah yeah uh, you're like the mama bear yeah I'm like you know we have to be here at this time and like you just need to you know get a grip of yourselves and follow on and be quiet and do as you're told because airports freak me out yeah although I imagine now that Covid's over everybody's like well now right now no people are quite stressed at airports because of all the crap that's going on over there but like in general I imagine people are like yes let's go on yeah like <laughs> like as soon as everyone's on the plane seated and all head counts been done I'm like now I can relax I'll have What's a vodka and coke please <laughs> yes it's like what have you got in the drinks cabinet I can <laughs> so what was the the obviously we did the polls what was your results for twitter so for Twitter really interested me because there was literally zero percent for weddings. <laughs> yeah, same. No, so for you as well, no, everyone's like, suck your weddings. So but that's again, that really surprised me. But like I suppose like when we sit and we speak about it and like there's other life events, you know, that are like mere demanding of you, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. There's more riding on it, so to speak. Yeah. But, um, I thought, no, I suppose that does that does actually make sense. Yes. My highest percentage was fifty seven percent, and that was divorce and separation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What was well, your percentage for that? Well, divorce and separation got twelve percent, which was the same as moving house. Oh, really? Um, yes, really low. 75% um, had said, oh, no, it's a lie. 75% had said moving house. Divorce and separation and job loss were both 12%. Really? So, yeah, and nobody, again, nobody said wedding. Folk were like, we're all good. But, like, people are like, no, moving house is really, really stressful, um, which is, which is the one that I'd, I'd heard before that, you know, moving out could be one of the most stressful things you do. Yeah. Um, but I was surprised that separation had got higher. I was like, I really would have yeah. thought the separation and divorce would have been much higher, but no, 12%. No, well, as I said, that was the highest one on mine. And, like, obviously, I've never been married, so... I've never been through a divorce and never been through a separation in my adult life. Yeah. Um, but I was speaking to one of my friends and she was she kind of made it kind of clear why it can't be. And she was saying that when you've got a child involved or children involved, the you're separated from the person physically, but you're never actually separated from them because you've still got the stress and the arguments that all continues because obviously you've got this common 
factor. Yeah. I was like, well, that would kind of make sense. Yeah. Like I did now when I looked at divorce and separation, like in my mind, it was like, right, okay, you divorce, you separate, you move on. But like I hadn't given consideration to the children. Sorry, kids. Um yeah. I think especially if you've got young, young children, once you've got kids that are more like teenagers and maybe the support is different and maybe you can kind of let them kind of lead their relationship with you with your ex-spouse themselves and maybe step in and guide it. But until they're adults, then I guess no, you you kind of are so part of that circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good way to explain it, like a circle. No, I suppose that you have your your stresses of the actual physical separation, and then you've got a whole new set of stresses mm-hmm. that come off the back of that one. Well, so I suppose because it's things like you're now in a position where you can't really say, like you can, but you can't, especially with like bringing up your children. So you're like, well, what I do in my house might not be the same as what he's going to do in his house or her house or whatever their house. But at the same time, it's like, but do you have a right to say? You don't have a right to say. And maybe this is where there's now so much more gray area instead of it being black and white and you're like a partnership and this is how you're going to do it it's like well I suppose that's probably how it should be but then you've got like people that are maybe a bit more the ego kind of steps up a bit and maybe the pride does and it's like well you can't tell me because we're not together anymore and stuff yeah yeah so, I so can imagine it being quite difficult to juggle and manage yeah definitely definitely I'd imagine as well when divorce and separation as well I would even if it's amicable I would imagine that when things are being split up as in homes furniture financials that things would become a little bit strained well yeah especially for things like and it's well I'm obviously going to tout women here sorry men but I am but if you're looking at the situation where you've got somebody that has had to quit their career in order to have kids and it's like, well, they're not earning. It's like, well, but it's not as simple as, well, you know, this is now mine and this, and you, well, it's not my fault. You're not working. It's like, yeah, well, bitch, but your kids are living and breathing and walking and talking and going to school. Who do you think did that? You know, it, it, it has to be acknowledged. And so I, I imagine that it is quite difficult. I, it's not. Yeah. Fun. I remember doing it at family law. Um, I failed that class, by the way. But I remember doing it. <laughs> I remember thinking it myself. I didn't take it. <laughs> what? You didn't take it? No. I didn't take family law. No. Do you know what? The, the... No, I didn't really rate the, the lecturer, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't really fussed. I mean, I failed the class, but I attended every class. But I was just like, where are we go? Where are we go? What is happening with this? So anyway... Um, but yeah, it's like difficult. I'd imagine it is really difficult to kind of like move on. And as that person said, it's like, like I have like, a, I've obviously got a matching um, tattoo with Chris. Mm-hmm. People were like, we first got it. Um, I think his mum was one of the people that were really dead against it, but she doesn't like tattoos anyway, but fucking whatever. So she was like, oh my God oh my god blah 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 and I was like to Chris like it fucking matters like I shared a fucking womb and carried your offspring for you like I think we're like really kind of like you know shit goes down the hill I think we're like 
mere connected than just a fucking tattoo on arms like you know what I'm saying so yeah uh I'm I'm with that that must be hard it's not like you've got I love Chris written doing your arm can I mean no I wouldn't I wouldn't I barely say it out loud let alone put it on the poor soul he deserves someone so much nicer never mind um, oh man but yeah, I, I, if for me for voting, I voted moving house because I obviously I have Instagram, my own Instagram account, and I voted moving house because the same as you, I, I have done a wedding. I didn't find it that stressful. The people that I found stressful about the wedding were other fucking people, but nothing to do with the actual wedding itself. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I found your wedding more stressful than you. You probably did, yeah. <laughs> you, probably, you were, yeah, you were more stressed at my wedding, and you, you hadn't even got to photos, and you were like, "I'm a what killer bitch." <laughs> <laughs> I'm already in rugby tackle someone in my bridesmaid's dress and everything. Yeah, but there was a reason, right? So for context, people, I got married on Halloween. If I had my time again, I would have probably done like a gothic theme or like a, a theme of some descript, but we didn't. We did Well, it was. It was navy and silver was the theme or whatever. But anyway, um, a family member of um, Chris's um, stupidly said, to oh no fuck it I'm just gonna tell the whole story fuck this so, tell the story oh uh, his brother in my brother in law he um he was going out with some lassie uh at the time who was an absolute fucking nutcase and like I mean, she's not exaggerating here I by know, the way I'm people not exa- like I'm literally like you know and like not meaning to be horrible people with mental health issues hands up I am one of them but she is literally like fucking just she needed help yeah she was the biggest pain in the arse ever I think she she uh was quite attention seeking and stuff like this and I don't think I think she wanted to be engaged and uh my brother-in-law was just it it wasn't gonna happen it wasn't happening the more he meant she mentioned it the more there was like pushback from it and obviously we were getting married we had said because it was a small affair like literally 28 guests to the day because it was 30 but me and Chris were a part of that 30 so it was 28 guests so nobody was getting a plus one um that meant my brother didn't get a plus one his stepsister didn't get a plus one and he got told he was getting a plus one but his mum intervened and basically was like you could just come along and watch it to the day because it's held in the winter gardens in Aberdeen in the Duffy Park really really pretty if you're wanting to do like outside but inside recommend it it's actually really quite cheap to get married there totes recommend it it's really pretty it is really pretty and you pay less for the venue than you do for your uh, registrar to come down that's nuts yep you do you pay less so pay whatever blah 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 so she was there but because it was halloween this bitch decided to wear a short jumpsuit like shorts jumpsuit thing um bright 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 red red lipstick i remember which was totally fine and she had she had spiders on her tights people spiders on her tights yeah she was she she went halloween themed and uh cat ears cat ears don't even get me started on the cat ears 
and that's kind of what it was but she showed but I remember this is where I found the stressful thing about it was because people were making decisions behind the scenes that weren't supposed to be making decisions behind the scenes and then would come to you and go I've done this I hope that that's okay and I literally was like well but what do you want me to be an asshole because you've just said this is fine for her to go I've said no to all these other people having a plus one and you've just overstepped the mark and fucking invited her. But to be honest with you, I'm not the person to speak to about weddings because when I spoke about getting married, uh, there was various places, but I just wanted to run away and get married and basically take Emma with me to be my sign, sign the box. And like, that was what we were going to do. Do you remember? Oh, I, I, I remember that. I, I was, my suitcase was already parked, man. Dude, that was literally what my plan was. I never wanted to hate. Even my mum and dad, like my mum being the mother of the bride, was literally like, just run away and get married. Just run away. And I literally advocate that. Anybody that ever is like, I'm going to have a wedding, I'm like, run away and do it. Run away. Run away. Never look back. Run away. Don't don't tell anybody. Just go get married and come back. <laughs> don't tell a soul. Like, don't, there's no even point in asking me. But that's what I found stressful about wedding planning. And it what like I said, it wasn't the planning of the wedding. It wasn't the wedding, per se. It was our other fucker, pretty much. Other than Emma, who was amazing, she paid for my favors, and they were like these chocolate things, and they were so fucking good. <gasps> chocolate fudge, man! It was amazing. Oh, they were beautiful. There was so many left over. Did we not sit one night and eat them, and was like so ill? <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> amazing so anyway that's the stress of wedding <laughs> or my wedding so i still can't believe she like rocked up. Into, huh i still can't believe she rocked up like wednesday adams i was like what is this girl doing i was furious <laughs> furious i was so because to be fair we could have had a gothic themed one and everybody could have wore black and but you're like even if you wanted to do that you could still have made it tasteful it wasn't yeah. even tasteful man I think I'd hear nineteen twenties wedding. I know that would be so cool. What color would the bridesmaids wear? Um, I don't know actually. Maybe black and gold. <gasps> that would be so pretty. You know, like proper Gatsby kind of thing going oh, on. Oh yes, yes, yes. Like fringe, the beads, the headband, the feathers. I love it. I all, I'm all for. I wouldn't have a 1920s car, though, no. because if, if Firestar is listening to this, her hubby promised me to drive me to my wedding in his escort, Cosworth. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's my, yeah, because it's my favourite car of all time. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, you know, just remember that Firestarter. <laughs> he's, on, he's on the back burner. <laughs> waiting for the bat <laughs> to go off. <laughs> <laughs> so weddings aren't that stressful. Not to me, no. No. Maybe but one day maybe one day I'll find out. I don't know. Do you know what though? I do prefer being a guest than an actual attendee. Like a like a proper like, you know it's your wedding I'm literally like I'd rather be the bridesmaid and they the bride I'm totes all for it like you know like it's all overrated <laughs> oh my god that's funny 
so the next the next one on mine was moving house at 29 percent oh mine's was really high for moving house and that's the one that i voted for as well yeah see i can absolutely relate to this one yeah how was your move so obviously we've just recorded for people that don't know we record absence um episodes when we're like three and we just like record a hill heap of them in case we're away so the last one we did was moving the country which you'll hear when we're absent so <laughs> which would have been the night at one point but then we were like oh wait we can remote do it so we were fine but how was your move from the city to the country uh, well it was a little bit stressful <laughs> yeah well, yeah yeah well, think- because, like I'd never really moved before because I was at mom and dad's and obviously, like, I moved heaps of times with them, but, like, they did all that. I just rocked up and my bedroom was already done for me. So, like, there was no issue. Yeah. And then, like, when I met the lifer, yeah, like, my shoes moved in first. Yeah, I was, like, drips and drabs. Yeah, because we used to go out a lot. So my shoes moved in first and then my toothbrush and then a couple of pieces of clothes and then I started cleaning the house and then it just kind of happened. I was just there one day. Oh, he didn't like officially say, do you want to move in with me? No, because he's like, I'm not going to ask you to move in and put pressure on it. Just do it when you want to and when you're ready. That's and cool. I was like, well, the shoes are already in, mate. So you didn't really hear much choice. And <laughs> <laughs> I've hoovered, so officially it's half my house now. <laughs> so I'm like yeah like so that really wasn't stressful at all and then when we moved out here like we knew we knew we were moving Uh like round about May time and then he got told that he had to go back to Angola I think on the Tuesday for some reason there was a whole mock-up and so he had to go back again and you could only fly out on a Tuesday and we were getting the keys the Wednesday before. Okay. And so the flat wasn't parked at all. And then our dog was Al Ebony. Uh-huh. Poor mm-hmm. Ebony. Love that dog. Mm-hmm. And so on I was working up until the Friday and then I had a week off. And then the dog had to be put to sleep on the Friday. I remember this, yeah. And we were just absolutely devastated. Like, just... I, ugh, like, the loss was immense. It was just mental. It was just horrific. And so when we got, I got home from work and that, like, we just sat there staring blankly at a TV, really. And we didn't do anything. And then on the Saturday, he was picking up a van. And the house still wasn't parked up. <laughs> and we knew because he was leaving on the Tuesday we had to get everything done so the Saturday morning Smirnoff turned up Mm. I remember this because didn't one of Smirnoff's uh, Smirnoff's eldest not pack away loads of Caden's bedroom and help out yes yes she was she was there as well and then my mum and dad and then I think Caden basically went out to play for most of the day. And, like, basically everybody took a room with a heap of boxes and just 
boxes and suitcases and just packed a room and as we were doing it he um the lifer was putting it in the van and then just once it was full he was driving out here to the to the country dropping it off and then we were packing and putting it to the bottom of the stairs for him coming back and I mean we pretty much did it and like once we um had like packed everything up and put it down to that we drove the car out here all, well, all of us drove our cars out, which were also packed full of stuff, and everything went into the right rooms. And then we just kind of unparked, yeah. and it was like one of the things where, like, it was really bad because you just wanted to sit. You got the sofa in. No, we didn't get the sofa in that night. We left that in the van overnight, and then um, we were sat on deck chairs in the living room. And did I not knock over the TV and smash it? Oh, yes, I remember this. <laughs> I knocked the TV over. The TV was balancing on like a, a big box, I like a plastic box that was turned upside down. And um, I don't know what had happened. Caden's Xbox was sitting and I knocked the TV. And to me, it didn't really, it didn't go down with such force, but it must have hit the corner of the Xbox or something. And the thing just shattered. And I was like, no, I've got no TV. <laughs> What the hell? I was like, oh my goodness. Not that it made any difference because coming from the flat to the house, I spent the entire night just wandering about at all this space. <laughs> it yeah. was just bizarre, really bizarre. But I did find it quite stressed. I think if I did, if he hadn't been told he was going away, we would have had a couple of weeks and it would have been a lot more organized. But because yeah. he was told that he was going to go in five days' time and we had to get the house packed up and then everything with ebony, it was just like everything was so rushed and everything had to be done within that weekend. Um. So, yeah, I, I did find that really stressful, if I'm honest. Yeah. And also, not just that, I found, like, sorting all the paperwork out and dealing with the solicitor... Yeah, because it's one of those things where it's kind of like they don't really tell you what you need to know. Because for like ages when we first moved into the flat, me and Chris had saved up so much money for that freaking deposit. And it was sitting and sitting and sitting and sitting and sitting. And we were like, Fasca? like, because we just thought the bank took it. And then they were like, the solicitor was like, no, 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 you give it to us. And I'm like, what the fuck for? Because you give it to your solicitor to give to the bank. And I'm like, it's sitting in the bank account that the bank owns. Like, what's the purpose of this? It was weird. It was weird. I, I remember moving here wasn't half as bad. That was stress-free other than the packing. But at the time, I never realized, obviously, I was pregnant when I was doing this. And I know you were pregnant when you were packing your house. But I was unintentionally pregnant, so I didn't know. So I was, like, on edge. Um but it was much more of a smoother transition. But see, get in the flat, it was all about keys because we, when we got it, because it was a new build, it was empty. So there wasn't even a light bulb in the place, like fuck all. So I had arranged to get the keys and we weren't moving in until flooring had been laid and shutter, uh, blinds were fitted and all this stuff. So it was just before the trades fortnight so we had gotten 
yeah so we'd gotten the keys and it was like or we'd planned for the keys to be given on this date that's the date they said you're getting your keys and we were like right the day that we get the keys like is the day that we'll hand them to the folk for the cart for the fleet in and let them do the fleet in blah 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 that's it that was the plan and then it was like right okay so the day came day went didn't hear the keys and i'm like excuse me what because in my mind it's like you, you get told you're getting keys that day it's the day you're getting keys like where's my fucking keys and it's like the flat was empty and i'm like what the fuck is the hold up and i think it was like a couple of days later and i'm like dude I've got people waiting to get into there to fit floating because it's coming up for a trade's fortnight. Like, are you for real? Come the fuck on. You're wanting me to pay for, like, rent. Because obviously it was, like, part rent, part um, mortgage. It's like, you're wanting me to pay rent, but I can't even get in the bloody place. Um, But it worked out in the end. It was fine. But then there was things like we'd ordered, like, sofas and when the sofas came, I'm really bad for this. Like, I'll look at a room and I'm like, ah, okay, I'll get fit of her. And then it arrives, I'm like, oh, it's a bit bigger than I thought it was got to be, actually. <laughs> you're like, how am I fitting this in here? For goodness sake. Yes. Fine. So, like, I know, and I've done it, tw- I've not so much in this living room, but I did it in the last one. And I got <laughs> sofas, and they were, like, massive. <laughs> it worked out okay to be fair <laughs> yeah, I remember that the keys and the paperwork and the mortgage thing for here was quite stressful um but yeah yeah I, I do find all that stressful because you're not in control you have to wait there's like all these little people as part of the little ploy right and then you've got to like wait for them to like be ready for you and you're like why are you not ready yet like I've, I've, I've done my bit get why have you not done your bit yet and they're like, oh, well, you know, and like, no, no, get it done. <laughs> no, I do get what you're saying. It's like, come on, just let's get us moving. You ju- you're just desperate to get in and get it all done. Aye, exactly. Exactly. <sighs> exactly. But um, what was the other one? Job loss. That was only 12% for me. Yeah, I was at 14%. I thought it would have been higher because it affects a lot of things. I think that there's, there's like, all of them ha- and have an area in which they affect the other, like, like people get married and they move house sometimes. People separate and then move house or, like, sometimes that affects their job and then they have to move house. So I think a lot of them feed into the others. So I was surprised yeah. that the redundancy and job wasn't higher given the climate. Yeah, that's another one I can relate to is redundancy. Yeah. Um, and I have to say, it absolutely devastated me. Oh, sorry, pops. I've just kicked the cat. <laughs> Don't call it RSPCA, people. It's okay. It's a no, well I, I didn't cat. mean to. I didn't like, see absolutely. her. She was lying. I'm lying out on my bed and I was turning over and I didn't realise that the cat was at the end of the bed and I've just kicked her. <laughs> to be fair um yeah i agree with you i (laughs) i I went through the redundancy process um as well and it is it's it's horrible yeah it is definitely it is horrific and i was fortunate in the sense that i was one of the last ones to go but 
at the same time, it wasn't good either because you watch all your friends yeah. being told. And and it's not just the case that everyone leaves on the same day. It's like it's a continuous, it's like months yes. of just crying and hugging people and saying goodbye. Like, you know, the last email that they send around the office saying, you know, thank you, everyone. And it was just horrible. You know, even the people you didn't like, you're like, oh, man. You're like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It was just, it was awful. It was awful. It was very sad. It was very emotional. Mm-hmm. It's the knowing as well, like, the the things with people and how much they've planned their life based on what's happening at work. Like, you'll get people that's like, well, we both have this job now, so, you know, we've decided to go and move house. We've moved to a bigger house. And then you're like, shit. And then when the redundancy news hits, you're sitting there like, fuck, they've just gotten a new house. Or, fuck, they've just had a baby. Or, oh, that's that's some bullshit. They've been here for so many years. Like, they're, like, irreplaceable. And how much as well that management knew because yeah. I was I was pregnant with Willow. I was six months pregnant with Willow when I got when the announcement was made. But obviously, at about twelve weeks, I had kind of said to people, "I'm pregnant." And that, but apparently, like the redundancy process, because it was over so many people, it's ninety days. So you're sitting there like, so you already knew when I was pregnant when I announced it that you was you were going to make me redundant you're in so many pools and it's it, it's then that people start like wanting to for saving their jobs the things that they say that they'll do and you're sitting there like bitch I've worked with you for five years you've never fucking once did that why are you fucking lying now why are you <laughs> saying that you do it you damn like you do that <laughs> like I'm going to save I, my job by just mopping up shit you're like what I all get a bit cut through. Yeah, yeah. There was even there was there's my relationship with one of the people that I worked with was really affected by the whole redundancy thing to the point that it's never really it's it's not strained that it's amicable because um but I don't seek them out. Um, they're doing well and still work at the place. Um, and I wish them all the best and stuff. I just thought that their attitude was a bit like I don't want to speak about it anymore. And mm. I found that really hard to deal with because where I used to work in the department I used to work, they were in a pool. So it was like two of six had to go. So what they did was they just reduced their hours so that two people could stay. So none of them were made redundant. So then once that happened, it was like, oh, well, I don't want to speak about it now. And I was a bit like, but I'm pregnant and I'm in a pool of one of one. Like, yeah. Who do you think's fucking going, bitch? My fuck, my split personality. No, it is me. Like, who do you think's gonna happen? Like, so when they were just a bit like, I, I just don't want to speak about it because we could just go over and over and over it and know me and know this and know that and know the next thing. And it's like, well, but that's okay for you because you have your job and you're not pregnant and you know all these other things that was going on. And Chris's were Chris was I was having redundancies were happening in his work but he wasn't being made redundant at that time but we don't know if he would have been so it was just a mess and then I remember having to leave but my redundancy was so weird because I was made redundant on like 
what was it like the Wednesday or something? And by the Friday, I was back. (laughs) (laughs) It was so weird. I like seriously weird. So they were like, but it it was one of those things that it's not a money making thing. It's about head count. And then I'm like, if it's about head count, why are you speaking about that there's not enough money being saved by these people going? And why, if it's not a money-making thing, but it's had, it just didn't make sense because it was all, like, admin people. And you're like, we're played, like, pet pittance compared to some of these other folk that are sitting here doing fuck all. Like, why are you getting rid of us? So, um, but, yeah, I remember being made redundant and people crying, and I cried, and I had to phone my mum and dad, and then my boss at the time was like, this is some bullshit, she's six months pregnant, what the fuck is she going to do? And there was loads of meetings and shit happened, because, like, folk were phoning me saying, like, shit's kicking off in here, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I I literally was like, I don't give a fuck, (laughs) I'm so fucking upset. And um, then I had to come in for an interview, because that was when, did you have to do that, where you had to, like, you to be interviewed for posts that had come up yeah and then but like they already knew who they were giving it to so it was just like pish and here's me rocking up trying not to have a bump (laughs) I you you might know me from downstairs oh my god (laughs) you'll know me from such things as that PO that I had a problem with and (laughs) why have you not approved this shit um (laughs) <laughs> like give me a job so then they were like we'll wait and see and then they like had me in to tell me that they were giving me back my job as long as I went part-time and I was like I knew that I'll go part-time and because apparently my job was never going to exist because of the market and all this and <laughs> I feel like I'm ranting about this I'm still quite better hold on <laughs> I know it's okay just you let it all out babe let it all out so like I came back part-time and this girl that didn't want to speak to me, she cried the whole time I was away, cried when I came back, all this emotionalness. And I was a bit like, bitch, you didn't even want to fucking speak to me about it when I was like bothered. So I came back um, on the Friday. They wouldn't let me have the rest of the week off. Oh, no, no, no. Back on the Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I still am like, why would you do that one? Dick? <laughs> okay. Back on the Friday. And I was like, does this mean this day's come off my holidays? And they were like, no. And I thought, that's quite good, really, given this fucking stress you've just put me through. <laughs> and um, I was back for about a couple months when they, they came to me and said, could you go full time? Because we've got too much work for you to do. <laughs> and then when I left, um, the girl that uh, I trained up, she, to replace me, she um she was like to me listen I'm literally doing this to get money to go to uh, Australia and I'm like kudos because I'm not coming back they dicking at yet but I'm not coming back and uh um that position still exists there's a girl still a commercial coordinator now in that department even though the post technically was redundant for goodness sake they did a lot of companies did make an arse of it all when the oil hit Big time. When there was a downturn in the oil, like definitely. I have to say the way the company I worked for actually did it in quite a good way because they started off with offering retirement to everyone over 55. Yes, that was a good one. Or like optional redundancy because I think that that wasn't offered until they had a big clear out first. Then they were like, if people want to take redundancy. And you're like, well, why did you not offer that first? 
Yeah, they did. Um, they did offer they offered retirement for over fifty five, and then they did a random drugs test, <laughs> and yeah. that got rid of some folk. <laughs> <laughs> Which it wasn't thought, as random as what they assumed it would be. Which I thought I thought was actually quite a smart move, actually. Yeah. Um, and then they did voluntary. Mm-hmm. And then they looked at what was left and then they went through. But they all this they did actually start at the top. Oh, that's good. From that... what I can from what I can remember, they did start at the top. Well, this, um, this lot didn't. And work their way down. So um so yeah, I think the way that they did it was okay, but as well it was quite a prolonged um period. Period of time where like nobody knew whether they were coming or going, staying or leaving. Do you look for a new job? Do you jump ship, cut off your nose to spite your face? Do you stay about? It it was just there was a lot of emotion. It is the the uncertainty of it all as well. This yeah. whole what what do you do and and it's again I think it is for me it's the control thing it's the fact that you can't control it you don't you can't control anything yeah and you're just like feck like fit daddy and there's like there's no aunt there's no real answer but yeah just crazy yeah but no, I would probably, I would actually say that the redundancy was more stressful than me moving house. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's also it's one of those things where going back, it, it was kind of tainted everything as well. And like you say, there's so many people that you're watching going through the process. It's horrible. But if you are staying, it's tainted as well. Like yeah, time because you're like these people would want to get rid of me. Fuck them. <laughs> like, yeah. You can't yeah. take it personally, and I know they're like, oh, but you shouldn't take it personally. It's like, but that's my job, and you're yeah. telling me that my job is useless. Like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally get you. I totally understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I tell you something else. Like now we've kind of like discussed the different stresses that we put on the pole was the effect that stress has on the body mm-hmm. this absolutely blew my mind because we were speaking about this earlier and I was like I suppose in my head I was like when you have stress like your brain's gone like 10 to the dozen you get like anxiety or you can't sleep or you know you get grumpy or whatever because yeah, that's like the usual suspects of yeah. Expect, yeah but like reading into it it was like, wow, like it can cause IBS, stomach issues, arrhythmia, heart disease. Like the list literally goes on. Oh my god! Because it says that when it when you're um, when you're stressed out, the body release launches a physical response. So the nerve the nervous system releases hormones. And then that prepares the body for like a flight or flight response. Okay. So to begin with, like your heartbeat will speed up, um, maybe your muscles will tense, and then you might start to sweat, um, breathe fa- faster. And like, oh, hello. The cat's come back for another kick in, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only joking. I'm not going to harm the cat for God's sake. 
Um, but um, but yeah, but like that's like short term responses, and then your body kind of like recovers. But see if you have like stress, like for a long period of time. So say like we'll use redundancy and then you can't find another job and you can't pay the bills and things like that then the body starts to continuously release hormones and then that leads to chronic stress okay and then that leads to um physical um issues in the body not just not just mental so you can like aches and pains which i suppose would make sense if your muscles are tense and stuff or if when you're sleeping, you're tense. Uh-huh. Um, your immune system, it attacks your immune system, so you're more prone to getting things like colds and coughs and um, things like that. Sexual health, which I suppose kind of does make sense. Mm-hmm. The digestive health blew my mind. Like yeah. Because stress can give you, like, indigestion, um, like GRD, inflammation um diarrhea I was like wow like like I've never given that a thought before yeah I like how much it does affect you physically thinking so this is where like what I said earlier it's actually quite interesting to see how many people are probably got these issues but are like not realizing that it's because of stress and they're sitting there like, oh, I've got this issue, but, you know, I've got, like, my job or whatever stressful, but I can cope with stress. And you're like, well, actually, you're not, because physically you're carrying these problems. You just don't realise it's stress-related. Yeah. It's like even saying due to, like, eczema or eczema or however you see it in your area. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like that can be as a result of stress. And, I I, and then it's like a cycle as well because you have a stress so it flares up your eczema or eczema or whatever and then you get stressed because it's got a flare up and then it's that vicious cycle of like you're stressing because it's not going away and then the stress is still there and then it makes it worse and now it's gotten worse and you're still stressed about it and it's like such a cycle to get into that you're like oh my gosh people I must think... not see a way out when they're that bad yeah yeah definitely mm-hmm. like it, I mean it's just horrific but as I said like I've never really given it that much thought and I suppose I suppose that's been kind of the same thing across the board across this whole season yeah. that there's so many things that I've never really given much thought to and it's all just blowing my mind dogs yeah there there has been I have to say there's been like the confidence self-esteem one like blew my mind Um, yeah because you're almost like analyzing yourself yeah which is stressful so it's so (laughs) much of it is so linked up and then you're like wow like we do not help ourselves and like it's one of those things like people are like oh you can't stay in your comfort zone and things like that but then at the same time I'm like but if this is what people are going through I understand why they do because yeah. that's quite that is like it's a lot yeah no totally I was looking at different things you know um online to like combat stress uh-huh. well not so much combat it but like you know help it uh-huh. and it was um it's the same with everything it exercise seems to be the key yeah a lot of things is about getting outside as well go outside for a walk 
or go and yeah. do this, go and do that. Like it's always about something that along those lines, yeah. I yeah. Which I suppose makes sense because when you do exercise then you release serotonin, mm-hmm. which is supposed to improve your mood. So I can I suppose that does make make perfect sense. Yeah. Um diet again is another big one when we look at mental health, you know, self esteem, yep. um everything kind of falls back on these like a, a good diet um less caffeine which I'm like what more caffeine man sleeping a lot of these things the sleep is even if um notice to weight loss as well it's like diet exercise and sleep make sure you're getting a lot of sleep and staying hydrated like all about like drink enough water and you're like what's that how's that helping me but that's what they keep saying I'm like okay I've still not not done it, but okay. Yeah. Relaxation, taking time out for you. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I I feel that. I feel it. I have tried. I've tried, like, so I've tried a few of, like, the the breathing things on um, YouTube. Mm -hmm. You know, like, breathing exercises and that. Yeah. To, like, chill myself out. Mm-hmm. And they're really quite good, actually. And to be fair, they do actually work. You do feel, like, good in that moment. I'm not going to say that when the next test text message pings off and upsets me that it doesn't all go to shit. But, what's that? You know, what's that? What's that? <laughs> I know. I'm, like, rubbing these lugs, but my lugs are just about, I'm sorry, my ears, that they're just about worn away. Yeah. Um, but like um, yoga as well and Pilates. Now I was doing yoga on YouTube in the mornings, mm-hmm. and again I think yeah, oh this does help. Yoga is all a breathing exercise as well because you inhale yeah. in, hold your pose. Okay, move your pose, exhale out. So you're like, yeah, it's all about breathing as well. Yeah, and I do think I do think that that they do help, but again, sometimes it's like finding the motivation in the morning rush to actually do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is one of those things that you need to, you know, if you are as stressed as you are, these things will help. But if you have to seek uh, professional help, then obviously do that because that's important absolutely 100% if you think that you're at the point where you do need um, professional help you you just go out there and you get you know there's many websites and you know well I would say GPs but I don't really know what they're doing just now if I'm honest no there's like there is lots of different kinds of apps um there's lots of different kinds of loads of things but also reach out to people it's like a big one like we always say reach out to people but see when I'm stressed out sometimes the only thing I need to do is have a rant about it yeah and and, and funnily enough Emma's to like delicate ears get it so it's normally like a voice message on whatsapp and I'm like what the fuck and then it's like right I hear you this is that I would do, and then it's like, right, cool. Yeah, I'm like or, you. <laughs> yeah, I like phone you, or I'm WhatsApp voice you, and I'm just like, yeah, this is the issue today. Mm-hmm. And this is how I feel about it. And you're like, yeah, okay, well, this, that, and the next thing. And we just crack on. Yeah, I don't necessarily know if it, it doesn't relieve the stress of the, well, no, it does, and it doesn't relieve the stress of the situation situation still has to be sorted 
but I think that it feels like you feel vind- like vindicated in the fact that it's okay to feel stress about that because that's stressful or I hear you so you feel like oh I, I'm being heard so that makes it feel better I think yeah yeah I tell you what as well I think that helps with like has helped in the past with life events that are stressful and that is like just taking on board what is the stressor yeah like figuring out like right okay I'm really stressed out I'm sweating I'm like my head's a mess like sit down take a minute I'm like right okay what is causing this yeah you're really good at that the evaluating thing you're really good at it and I'm like, right, okay, so this is the problem. So how can I solve it? Or what do I need to remove from my life in order for this not to be a problem again? Yeah. And then we'll look at eradicating that stressor. Mm-hmm. I am quite good at that. Yeah, you are really, really good at that. I'm I'm kind of like, a, I'll deal with it, okay, right that's that was stressful sometimes it depends what it is if it's yeah. like the first time doing something and it caused you a bit of stress but it's fine like like the first time I had to park in a multi-story car park I really in my head got really in my head about it but then after I did it once it was fine um so I would just continue to do it because sometimes I think as well after having like um like they always say try and get back upon the horse sort of yeah job. Um, but if it's something that causes me absolutely mental stress, it's like, can I avoid doing that? Yeah, well, I'm not going to fucking do it then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And I'm a bit like you, like, if there's something that I'm not too sure about or I'm nervous about, I will overthink it. Yes. But then I push myself to do it and then I think to myself, what the hell were you worried about? Yes, yes. Jumping to conclusions and overthinking is like a huge problem and a problem um, prob- I wonder how much stress we cause ourselves Selves, yeah like overthinking and stuff yeah but I'm not feeling too stressed just now my lovely no. never stressed when I'm speaking to you oh <laughs> it's all good I'm not feeling am I feeling stressed just now I don't know. Do you know, what, do you know what? No, I feel like there was a lot of stress after, like, funnily enough, I know that um, losing somebody is a lot of stress. There was a lot of stress, but not necessarily, not to sound cold hearted, but not because the person passed. That was like a whole different range of emotion. It wasn't stressful. It was all the extra shit. And imagine yeah. my dad went through a lot of fucking stress because obviously there was like paying for stuff and things. I can't wait for people to pay out. Just now, I'm having issue with insurance companies. I'd rather not speak about it because um, I'll <laughs> just drop a C-bomb and other things. So, um, yeah, but it's not stressful. I just, you kind of have to let go of things that you're not, you can't change, you can't control it. So why yeah. don't get stressed about it? And that's unfortunately one of those things or else I would be, I would be, I would have a fixed roof and a nice kitchen sorted. So, yeah. Oh, me, oh my. that's not cool that's not cool no I know so we're like almost at the end of our season my lovely I know how many episodes have we got left to go like one two two one we've got two and a special two and a special already 
And we and we've picked our next topic as well, haven't we? Will we tell we people have. or will we not? Yes, because I'm super excited. Are, are are you going to announce or are you not bothering? No, you can tell. No, no, you do because you're super excited. I'm also super excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm like I'm like a child. So our next season, season four, will be on myths, legends, and the mystical. Yay! Yay! I can't wait. I'm so excited for this. So excited. It's to the point of where I've already started researching. Yes, it's going to be super, super cool. And it's going to be different because it's not it's not murder mystery. It's not paranormal, but it kind of is. It's not supernatural, but it kind of is. It, it's good. I don't think it's... I don't know if it's something that people are covering. They probably are, but I've not heard. And I think, like, there is so much to talk about in our area because it is just seeped in myths and legends and oh I can't wait it's gonna be good it's gonna be good I'm so I'm so excited for it and yeah that'll be coming in August yep three episodes and we'll be there yeah so that'll be coming on in August so the next special we'll have to think about is Halloween oh my god already I know isn't it I even had a quick gander at, um, that's a look. I don't know if, is that a universal word? Or is that a Scots word, a gander? Uh, no, it's Scots word. Oh, is it? Okay. So I also had a look at um, any like mystical Christmas stuff. Cause I'm like, oh my God, why are you looking at Christmas, Emma? I was just getting far too excited with myself. Oh my God. <laughs> awesome. You're so I tell you what, one of our specials as well is going to be on Doric. It is going to be on Doric. I'm going to start researching that shortly. It's before I start researching the mystical ship. The mystical ships. Um, but yes, we're going to give you one about Doric. And then everyone will know what we're going on about. Yeah, because we did kind of realise that there is sometimes a little bit of a, a um, gap in communication. But also, um, Doric and um, us up here, apparently we're the, one of the fastest speaking uh, Scottish languages. So, and that totally makes sense to me because sometimes when we are yapping, I'm like, it is really quick. Yeah, we have slowed down a lot for our our podcast because yes. when we get going, like, yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> we, could, we could be speaking Chinese for all anyone would know. A, a whole different language. Well, practically is a whole different language. Doric is little true fact for you, Doric is actually um, an official language of Scotland. We're English, Scottish Gaelic and Doric as well. It's an official language. I didn't actually know that. Yeah, it's been since, I think it was 2014 or something. So it's a very recent. Um, yeah, very recent. So yeah, that's fact number one for you. So technically we're bilingual. Oh. Oh. It. I know. I didn't know that. That's really interesting, actually. So, yeah, so we've got all this fascinating knowledge to pass on to our listeners. I know, you know, that was just a tease. There you go. Stay just tuned. Yeah, <laughs> definitely stay tuned, peeps. Stay tuned. <laughs> so, anyway, we will love you and leave you till next time. Yes, we will, and we shall speak soon. Okay, then. Bye. Bye.